0: a sorry-looking little fellow but all that mattered little for he was a clever craftsman and leif and his companions were glad to have him go with them then all things being ready leif went to his father and bending on his knee to him prayed him to be their leader but eric the red shook his head "'Nay, my son,' he said, "'I am old and stricken in years "'and no more able to endure the hardships of the sea. "'Yet come, my father,' pleaded Leif, "'for of a certainty, if you do, good luck will go with us.' "'Then Eric looked longingly at the sea. "'His heart bade him go out upon it once again, ere he died. "'So he yielded to the prayers of his son,' And mounting upon his horse he rode towards the ship when the seafarers saw him come they set up a shout of welcome but when eric was not far from the ship the horse upon which he was riding stumbled and he was thrown to the ground he tried to rise but could not for his foot was sorely wounded seeing that he cried out sadly "'It is not for me to discover new lands. "'Go ye without me.' "'So Eric the Red returned to his home, "'and Leif went on his way to a ship with his companions. "'Now they busied themselves "'and set their dragon-headed vessel in order, "'and when all was ready, "'they spread their gaily-colored sails "'and sailed out into the unknown sea.' Westward
1: and ever westward they sailed towards the setting of the sun. For many days they sailed, yet they saw no land. Nought was about them but the restless tossing waves. But at length, one day to their watching eyes, there appeared a faint grey line far on the horizon. Then their hearts bounded for joy. They had not sailed in vain, for land was near. "'Surely,' said Leif, as they drew close to it, "'this is the land which Bianni saw. "'Let it not be said of us that we passed it by as he did.' So casting anchor, Leif and his companions launched a boat and went ashore. But it was no fair land to which they had come. Far inland great snow-covered mountains rose, and between them and the sea— lay flat and barren rock, where no grass or green things grew. It seemed to Leif and his companions that there was no good thing in this land. "'I will call it Helliland, or Stone-land,' said Leif. Then he and his companions went back to the ship and put out to sea once more. They came to land again after some time, And again they cast anchor, and launched a boat and went ashore. This land was flat. Broad stretches of white sand sloped gently to the sea, and beyond the level plain was thickly wooded. "'This land,' said Leif, "'shall also have a name after its nature.' So he called it Markland, or Woodland. Then again Leif and his companions returned to the ship, and mounting into it, they sailed away upon the sea. And now fierce winds arose, and the ship was driven before the blast, so that for days these seafarers thought no more of finding new lands, but only of the safety of their ship. But at length the wind fell, and the sun shone forth once more. Then again they saw land, and launching their boat, they rowed ashore. To the eyes of these seafaring men, who for many days had seen only the wild waste of waters, the land seemed passing fair, for the grass was green, and the sun shone upon it, seemed to sparkle with a thousand diamonds. So pleasant the land seemed to Leif and his companions that they determined to pass the winter there. They therefore drew their ship up the river which flowed into the sea and cast anchor. Then they carried their hammocks ashore and set to work to build a house.
0: When the house was finished, Leif called his companions.